My name is Alice. I work for the Umbrella Corporation, the largest and most powerful commercial entity in the world. I was head of security at a secret high-tech facility called The Hive, a giant underground laboratory developing experimental viral weaponry. But there was an incident. The virus escaped and everybody died. Hi, hello, and holy shit, my name is Adam. And this is Below Freezing, a podcast in which we talk about films that have a Rotten Tomato score of 32%, 32%. or less. And uh, we, you know, I wasn't sure if we were going to do like a back and forth thing or whatever, but I think we were just very compelled after talking about the first Resident Evil to just make our next episode I mean, about... Let's be real. <laughs> we're going to get real, folks. The truth is, the second I get started on something... Can't. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Like you, like cut to a week ago <laughs> today. We got done recording the episode on the first Resident Evil, and you looked at me and said, "Can we just do the second one now?" And, and what happened today? <laughs> you want to do the third one like now? Yes. I, I'm, and I'm sorry yeah. to disappoint you. With but that. this is like life. I feel like we start. Um, if we start a show, and you're, you say, you know, we'll watch an episode here and there. It's like. A couple hours later, we're done with the season because I've gotten invested easily. Well, yeah. yeah. So, so needless to say, uh, here we are. Melissa can't wait. I have no patience. No patience. No, yeah, you should no. see her around Christmas. It's it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it really. So, is. <laughs> so, um, so here we are. We're talking about Resident Evil Apocalypse. Is it uh, Apocalypse? Because I was trying to guess. Now I've seen. How many of these movies have I seen? Babe? I don't. I at least four. I think four. Yeah. Okay. And it's been a while. Yeah. Like ten years, mm-hmm. probably since we've seen it. And I was trying to guess what the second title was. An apocalypse was not. No. One no. of my options. Y- you thought they were going to do something funny with like evil and like a the number two. Yeah, somehow. I thought they were going to do like the I and the but, L and something. But you like also you also jumped on Nemesis. Yes, because then they started talking during the intro. And, and he said Nemesis, and I was like, it would be Nemesis. And then they te- the other word that they kept saying was Raccoon City, and I was like, Raccoon City. <laughs> yes. Um, so um, actually, so just a, this is a bit of trivia that would come later, but I'll just say it now. Um, Resident Evil 3, the game. That's is what it's ne- called? No. Oh. If you would let me. Hey, that wasn't the end Sorry. of my <laughs> sentence. So, so just so you know, Resident Evil 3 the game version is Nemesis. And that's where part of this plot comes from is the third game. Is that the game I have? No. We had this conversation a week ago. Really? My God. (laughs) It's the fifth. We have the fifth. What's that called? Resident Evil 5. That's what it's called? Yes. Well, they got lazy. (laughs) They really got lazy. (laughs) I just remember I got so excited. Adam gets a PlayStation. What was it? A PlayStation 3? Yes. Where was this? In Indiana? Surpri- no, that was in Bellingham. Still. Yeah. PlayStation 3? Yeah. And that's the one we have upstairs? Yeah. we That thing Whoa. has been around. 
that's a relic. It is. It really is. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yes, we get a PlayStation 3 that I remember. Okay, now I remember. We waited yeah, in we, the cold. No. It was our first Black Friday. No, no it was our second Black Friday. Was and we Walmart. were in Walmart. That was a nightmare. Wait. Okay. So, oh, oh my God. God. Okay, we're not even talking about the movie, but I got. <laughs> I want to say this story now, too. So, we're at Walmart, and we knew we wanted to, because it was, a remember, it was a bundle. It came with the Dark Knight movie. Yes. And the Batman, the first Arkham game. Yes. And so, we're in line, and... Now, Walmart was doing this thing. Remember, different sections of the store. You had to go in different you, sections yeah, for certain If you wanted a certain things, thing. Yes. yes. So we wanted this and we were in line. And we, and we were even, pissed because they weren't clear. Oh, it was clear. not clear at all. They were not clear at where this line started. And we got there early. early. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm trying to quickly as possible. So, so we end up in the right line. And we're not even too far back in the line. We're like and, seven or eight. And whoever is in front is getting theirs. <laughs> and they inadvertently said that they wanted this protection plan, but then said they didn't. And I remember that basically the people working were like, okay, next in line. Do you want a protection plan? No, 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 no. It came to us. I was like, if it gets us out of here sooner, yeah, we'll we the were fucking like, yes. protection plan. I don't give a shit. I remember you were like, after the purchase was complete, you turned around and we were like, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, you guys are all dumbasses. Why are you going to wait? Anyways. So anyway, we um, still have that. Anyways. Oh, so oh, just yeah. about the game. Oh, yeah, is we, that we have it. I got really yeah. excited because Adam gets a PlayStation. I never had gaming units in my life growing up. So um, loved. I just loved watching Adam play video games, which sounds really dorky, but that's okay. Oh, it was that's heaven me. for me. Yeah. I was... and, and then I was like, Adam, I think I can try it, which I was really bad at just basic Mario Kart. Like I couldn't even play basic Mario Kart. But sure. Adam's like, well, what kind of game do you want? I said Resident Evil, and I remember you got me Resident Evil and The Sims because I was that's, <laughs> really yes, I liked, did get you The Sims. I didn't like playing The Sims. Do you remember what I liked to do in The Sims? Shit. I just like building. <laughs> yeah, that's how I. And unlike anyway, you, though, I did not watch you play. You didn't. No. I found that very boring. No, you did not like it. Um, but you also told me when I was on it for too long. Because <laughs> well, mostly I was like, I want to play now. You're you're not even doing anything. Will you just let me please get off? I'm like, let me cheat a little more so I could like, I would cheat to get a whole bunch of money. Like I did this weird code. I found it on, I don't even want to say YouTube, interwebs. but I found it on the, on the web page. <laughs> anyways, yeah, I would just build a lot of shit. And anyways, you bought me the re- a Resident Evil game and I got so excited and I couldn't even get past three minutes into the movie on easy. And I had you try and you couldn't even do it. Oh, no. That was, it was hard. That was a tough game. That was a tough game. We still have it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so again, so this is... I'm our, sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. So this is <laughs> this is our journey of going through these movies because now that we're past the first one, all of these now fit the parameters of the show. So we both picked it, but it's obviously Melissa's kind of wheelhouse. Uh, what we drink. So Melissa has been drinking a uh, Chateau St. Michel Riesling, and I have been just... I have just been on this new Belgium kick, um, this variety pack at Costco. My favorite one is this Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. I am just in love with this beer. How che- in love? Cheers. Not as much as I am in love with you, but I really like Baby, this beer. Baby, cheers. I'm taking a sip. Did you hear that? I still got it. <sighs> okay, so um, <laughs> who made this movie? I hear you. Okay. I'm not disregarding it. I'm just trying to get it's through all fine. the shit. It's fine. So uh, who made the movie and, and who's in it? So... Um, Paul W.S. Anderson, who we talked about a lot last time because he wrote and directed the first one and uh, and is now married to Mila Jovovich, he did not direct this one. Mm-hmm. Now, he still is credited as the screenwriter on it, but somebody named Alexander Witt directed this movie. 
he has not made a feature length film since this. Oh. But, but, and it's so weird. And this, maybe Adam's film corner will happen now. Cool. Okay. Because here's the thing. He has, so we talk a lot about uh, cinematography sometimes. And, and the cinematographer is essentially how the movie looks the way that it does, right? A director will get credit for sometimes how shots look or whatever. But a lot of times it's the DP, director of photography mm -hmm. or, or cinematography. So anyways, Alexander Witt has been the second unit DP on like everything. So second unit is like, it's the crew that goes and shoots the stuff that doesn't necessarily involve the main actors. So um, if I'm trying to think of a movie now where that would make sense, but like take a movie like the Lord of the Rings, right? Okay, yeah. Where you've got all the main shit with your main actors, but you've also have all this other stuff, right? Um, the cameras where you're going to look at the extras or the stuff where it's like a bunch of the people that like the orcs or whatever, right? There's a second unit filming this other stuff. Okay. Right? It's not the main it's not Peter Jackson and his DP on the on all the actors. This guy honestly like has been the second unit DP on like everything. I mean, a lot of the re more recent James Bond, I think Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, and seriously, like the list is huge. Okay. But he hasn't been like the DP or director on like anything. So his until this movie, yeah, when he's well, the director. But I mean, but like this is 2004, right? Right. But he continues to be a second unit DP on everything. But he's not. He's not a director. Okay. Make that very clear that he is not really a director. Okay. This is a guy who I think more wants to be behind the camera, not really talking with actors. Maybe right. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, that he, bunch of shit. So um, Mila Jovovich comes back as Alice, and she is really the only crossover from the first film. To this one. Now I did one of my first notes was um did her husband direct this movie? Okay. Which so, you just said. Okay, thank you. I was like, oh my God, babe, yes. were you not listening to I'm me listening. at all? Are you just like I just took a dramatic <laughs> Thank you for doing my God. <laughs> Which Wow. You just wow. said I'm gonna take a drink of my beer. <laughs> Which you just said he didn't. And I was like, checkpoint for Melissa. Because I was <laughs> I'm, Another note was mm -hmm. there's no way her husband let her be nude or let her nipple show that many times in okay. this movie. Okay. I, so I, I, I wasn't even going to mention this. So, so for our, saying. for our listeners, I, I tend to do the research for this, but mostly because I like to surprise Melissa with shit. Like I like Melissa, like she shoots from the hip, right? Like I, I'm, I'm it, interested. Like, like, you just like, you get to react. Right, yeah. you're reacting to shit. Oh, I'm yes. the one. I'm I'm giving you the you're shit. Methodical, whatever. Sure. sure. So, um, apparently, Paul W. S. Anderson, I think, in like the commentary on the movie, was like, you know, in the first film, we see there's one, we see one of her nipples. Yes. And so in this one, you see both, and he's like, you know, I think maybe this movie could have been, or I think the first movie could have been better if she had shown both nipples. He said, I think it, I believe it was meant as a joke, and they are now married. So I don't think it's I don't think it's sexist or whatever. No, but I, he he made a joke about like, well, I think our movie could have been better if we seen both nipples. But <laughs> so, anyways, well, I mean, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. She's amazing, and yeah, yeah, you know, say. I uh, am an Alice fan. You well, let's not we're gonna, let's let, talk about this we're gonna, because no, no. I would make a shirt. I know that there's shirts. Why do going, you keep making because I'm, shirts? I'm just saying. There's shirts out there now that say Free Britney, which I'm a Free Britney fan. But I'm also 
an Alice fan. And on the back, it would be it would say something like two titties. Because two titties is better. Than oh one. my god! No? no, you wouldn't. Okay, yes, can I? I would. Okay, cool. I I'm gonna read I, through. Yes. I'm gonna read through the cast list. So uh, we have an actress named Sienna Guillory who plays Jill Valentine. Um, now I looked at her IMDb. There really is not much. She didn't look familiar. I recognize her from no. except for the other some of the other movies of, in this franchise. Oh. Um, we have Oded Fair who plays Carlos. Now, you recognized him the from... The Mummy. And I recognized him from Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. I don't remember that movie. That's fine. It Did is not a good... Together? I doubt it. No, okay. that was one of those, like, I saw that in high school. It, well, we it's were a, together in high school. I, like, okay, I saw I, it like, when I was a freshman. You saw that with another person. I know, I just saw it to see it, babe. <laughs> God, antagonistic much? <laughs> Fucking A. I shoot from the hips, babe. Yeah, okay. Hips? That's what you said. I said hip, but that's fine too. Well, whatever. Um, so uh, more power with two hips. Oh, that's fair enough. So <laughs> Thomas Crutchman plays. I, I didn't know this character's name. Major Timothy Kane. He is the German guy who is sort of like le- like who okay. shuts the gates. And He's he the, gets bit by the things uh, he, at the end. Yes, yes. Um, or Tom- by the doctor. Yes. I couldn't figure out who that was. We'll talk about him in a second. So Thomas Kretschmann has been in one movie that I've seen called Downfall. Downfall is that realistic depiction of Hitler in the last few days of his rule. I don't think you've seen it, but nope. it's, it's a good movie. Um, Sophie v- Vavasser I don't, I, uh, plays Angie. That's the daughter who you kept trying to go, you're all going to die down you're here. You're all going to die down here. You're like Australian. You're like you're doing an Australian thing. Daddy. Okay. Tay. I'm just going to stop you right Daddy now. Daddy Crumpet. Okay, now. Hi, Governor. Now, her father, her father is played by Jared Harris. Jared Harris. You could not place Jared Harris. Now, now, wait, now, hold hold on. So, uh, audience, just so you know, we we watch the movie and then immediately record. So, Melissa wanted to know how many guesses she could get to place him, Jared Harris, in something that we'd seen. Okay. So, she's going to get three guesses to guess what he's from. I have to say, one of my... an early note was, oh, no, we have another one. I can't figure out who he is, a.k.a. James, James Purefoy. Yeah, from last week. Purefoy, from the fall. Yeah, right? Purefoy, okay. yeah. Um, okay, so okay, three so guesses. Three guesses. Jared so my, Harris. Okay. My first guess is Harry Potter. And I say Harry Potter, the tri- the, the trilogy. The trilogy. The, like, qua. What is five? Were there okay, six? There, there are seven of them. There are seven books, eight movies. Eight movies. What yes. is it, eight? Quat. Wait, no, that's okay, four. Eight is Oct, but oct. let's not. Anyways, oh you know, God. the Oct movies. So I, I shouted out, he's from Harry Potter. And then I looked at you and I said, don't answer. I'm 99% correct if he's from Harry Potter. Because 99% of the British people out there are in Harry Potter. Yeah, and and, and is that, that, so I just want to you know right now, he's not in the Harry well, Potter Well, he was movies. that one person. Yeah, he is the one he Brit the who one was Brit not, in, was in, not Harry in Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, yeah, you're good, in you're good. Yep. Okay, so my next movie, which I'm pretty sure is wrong, but it's the only other like British movie that I could really think of. Oh, you're already down the wrong path, but that's mm. fine. What and it, it was What a Girl Wants. What a Girl Wants. Do you remember that movie? No. I'm pretty sure... Oh, it's okay. What a girl wants. It has Amanda Bynes oh in it. Oh my god! And then I'm pretty sure J- John Travolta's wife. What's her name? Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston's in it. And then, oh god, look it up, babe, because I'm forgetting the main guy. Colin Firth. Yes, seems to be he's in, it. in it. Okay, I've never seen this. I sorry, I'm actively on IMDb I like this right movie. now. Hold on, is this movie? You have to, now. You have to look, which I know you hate. Is this movie 
below for you. <laughs> my husband hates me right now. I, I, you should be thankful I have IMDb up. You and need, now I have to go to Rotten Tomatoes. You need to give me at least five chances in a pod to be able to like quote, is this movie a Rotten Tomatoes contendant? Not. It's not? It what is, is not. it at? Very 70? Close. 35. Oh. 70. You, your, your gauge of good. film this is was. astounding. This. Fucking astounding. <laughs> Everybody out there, what a girl wants with Amanda Bynes. This was mm, perfect. Okay. Whatever you got to tell yourself. So I don't have a third movie, but it's because I had a feeling I failed on one and two. You did. So give me a hint. You don't have any get, other guesses? No. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter and what a girl wants. Yes. I left the other one blank because okay. I want hints. Okay. The two <laughs> things I know that you'd seen him in because we saw this together, both of these things. One is a TV show that we watched pretty adamantly. For a while, and the other is a sequel um, to a movie that we really, really liked that came out in like the 2010s. Ah, give me a first letter of what the movie that he's in. The movie has two. two Can you give words. me a hint to the movie then? The first letter is S, and the second letter is H. Okay, this is just painful. Hold on. Can Give I me, just... Like, kind of like, do a rhyming thing. If you could do a rhyming thing, and if I can't get it, then you can say it. Okay, there's no way to do this. <laughs> then, then say okay, the next Okay, you ready? Thing. Okay, the, here's the rhyme. Are you ready? Uh, Perlock Gnomes. Oh, my God. I can't believe... Hold on. Sherlock Holmes. He with, is in the second one. I wouldn't have guessed he that. He plays Moriarty. Because Moriarty in the first one is the guy we like. What's his name? Okay, no, no. Oh, what am no. I? No, Moriarty is not in the first one. You're, okay, you're mixing the show. He's not in the show. Oh, He's in the Robert Downey yep. Jr. I'm sorry, I am thinking of the show because yep. I was like, wait, yep, that's Moriarty called Sherlock. Is... Yep. Okay, so he's in the movie. He's in the sequel, A Game of Shadows. He's Moriarty. Didn't the okay. TV show that he's in for a few seasons? Sherlock is Mad Men. Who is he in Mad Men? I, oh, God, you want his name? Uh, he plays the character. Well, I think this guy needs to be rethinking his career because he, if plays, he didn't make it in Harry Potter. He plays Lane Price. Remember, he ends up killing himself. They find him in his office. He hangs <gasps> himself. No. Oh okay, God, well, you've no, clearly for, forgotten that. Mad Men. Babe, okay, I've, I've said this before. You, your I, memory is crazy? I think... <laughs> Look We're me, not even through the fucking cast yet. This look me in the bananas. eyes. I am your soulmate for life and death and for the next trillion years. You won't find anybody else like me. I can watch a movie and immediately forget about it. That's if true. it's not a bad movie. I remember bad movies. And what does that say about you? I don't remember Resident <laughs> Evil. I don't see this as a bad movie. So that's what I'm trying to say is like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I watch a movie. Look at me, babe. I watch a movie. And then at the end of it, I'm like, that was amazing. Click gone. Okay. So the next time I could watch it, I could have the an, a, like bigger explosion than I did the first time of excitement. I'm going to continue through the cast for two reasons. Okay. One, because we're 24 gonna, minutes into the fucking podcast and I can hear our kids running upstairs. I'm going to so, drink some wine and great, I'll be quiet for great. a little bit. 
So Mike Epps plays LJ. Mike Epps, uh, I most know from Next Friday, which you've only seen the first one, but he's in the sequel. Ian Glenn plays Dr. Alexander Isaacs, who really only has any lines at the end. Ian Glenn is from Game of Thrones. I knew that right off the bat. Uh, Razak Adati plays Sergeant Peyton Wells. He is the uh, the black police officer that gets eaten early on. He's like a, the friend of Jill for a while until he gets just mm-hmm. you know, ab- like obliterated. The uh, So Sandrine Holt plays Terry. She's like the news reporter chick. Zach Ward plays Nikolai. Now, um... I said he looks familiar. He does look familiar. Now, he's from a, f- a couple of things. He's in a single episode of Sunny in Philly, which that I doubt that's what you know him from. No. He was on the show Titus that was Mm-mm. on. Okay. His first credited role, he plays Scott Farkas in A Christmas Story. He is the redhead that's like <gasps> the evil dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Isn't that fantastic? Okay, that's amazing because... I, I doing like a bad Russian accent in this movie. That was a bad Russian accent. He's not Russian. He's not Russian. Oh. Okay, he was. Okay, I think babe. he nailed it. Oh my god. Okay, you are nowhere to talk on this. Uh, you know. Okay, I thought he was a bad. Wait, what do you call it when when there's somebody that, that when there's an A list they can't get? What do you call it again? Oh, like the poor man's. Oh yeah, he's a he's a. Poor man's Prince Harry. They couldn't get Prince Harry to be in this movie. <laughs> they couldn't get Prince Harry. They probably could get Prince Harry now, now that he's not in the, like, family. Or you know what I mean? He's not considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. Um, I thought his accent was great. Okay, well, you're just wrong. So, uh, we're going to move on to stats. Again, there's no... There were... I wish... I was hoping for some shitty awards. However, one thing... I, for us to talk it's, about, for it's a us, good movie. it is not. This is a good movie. Okay, so, but there is, you laughed at me last week because I talked to you about the Saturn Awards and you were like, What's are that? you just making these yeah, up? Yeah, I feel like the Pluto Awards. Well, how would you like to hear about the Genie Awards, <laughs> which I, I apparently are a real thing. Okay. Now, what did we constantly mock throughout the movie? The sound effects? Yes. This oh. one sound editing. It lost overall sound, but one sound editing oh, at the Genie God. Awards, which is just kind of crazy. Box office. Again, we talked last week. This movie made, or the last weeks, we've made money. So the budget was about $45 million. Opening weekend, it made 23. Okay. The US, it made 51. So it made it back. But worldwide, $129 million. This is an amazing movie. So people are going to see these. Yes. It, in the US, it was the 63rd highest grossing film that year between number 62. This is my favorite. A Cinderella story, which I believe was Hillary Duff. Duff. And then 64 was Home on the Range, which was an animated film with, that I never saw. I think that Hillary Duff movie is. Oh, I, it has to be. It has to be. Okay, hold on. I'm uh, going to write this down. Oh, do it. Okay. So uh, review wise, I, I really like this. I, I found this. This is from Nev Pierce from the BBC who wrote this review. A zombie movie as dead eyed and soulless as it's walking dead villains. Resident Evil Apocalypse is a disaster zone. Mila Jovovich stars as good-looking, gun-toting Alice who awakes from under hospital observation to rediscover Raccoon City has been overrun by reanimated corpses desperate for a bit of chow. Teamed with a bunch of drones even duller than the no marks in the original Resident Evil, she tries to escape the city. You could try escaping the cinema. Seriously, folks, if you need a bite of witty, gory butchery, uh, gory butchery, 
Watch Dawn of the Dead. It's top drawer remake of The Exceptional or Shaun of the Dead. Hell, go down to your local supermarket and check out the meat counter, but do not watch this. Devoted fans of the video game might drain some enjoyment from the cynical, depressing exercise. Most others will find it akin to spending days watching someone suck at PlayStation. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like this movie. Maybe. I think I think that You were is... the target audience for this. Oh my god. <laughs> A thousand percent. And there are other people out there like me. There are some other people out there like you. Now we get to the point of the show where uh, Melissa tries to guess the critical and audience score. <laughs> What's my name? Melissa? What did you, I say? Mal- <laughs> you, didn't, okay. you didn't speak it through. Fine. Now we got to the point of the show where Melissa <laughs> tries to guess the critical and audience Rotten Tomato What scores. do you want first, baby? Hold on. Resident Evil Apocalypse has lots of action, but not much in terms of plot or creativity. <laughs> critical and then audience, please. Okay. 30. Because I know it can't be above 32, sure. which really hurt my heart. Oh, I'm so sorry. Audience? Yes. 71%. Okay. You were off pretty much the same percentage on both. Oh, my God. Um, you said 30 for critical. It got 20. You said 71. 81. Yeah, 60. <laughs> And then it's moments like this where I realize everybody out there doesn't know quality. Okay. They don't. What did you just say? 20 and 60%. That's, I don't think we watched the same movie. Okay. I think a lot of people need to come and watch a movie with me because I was very much into this movie. You yelped I a couple of times. gasping. Yeah. Okay. So really quick, just some, some stupid trivia just to get into it. So, um, Sienna Guillory, I think I'm saying her name wrong. Jill Valentine. Yeah. Um, she said she bought a PlayStation and uh, and played the game to see to, to study Jill Valentine, the animated oh, character. Because I, I, I well, did no, no, I know, I know. But I just think it's funny. She said she, said she based her, her movements off of how she moved in the game, which is like, don't do that. It's a fucking game. You're, and that's a reason why you probably aren't in any more movies. Um, it, apparently, the dogs were not computer uh, generated, but just like in the first movie, because there were, there were dogs in the first one as oh. well. Um, they had a problem with um, licking off the makeup and prosthetics that were placed on them, which I think is just funny because that's what dogs do. Um, apparently, on the commentary, Paul W.S. Anderson said that um, in, originally meant to play the role of LJ was Snoop Dogg, but he backed out of the project. That would have been something. That would have been fine. Um, Paul W. Anderson himself, he bowed out of directing because he was getting ready to direct the other amazing film, Alien vs. Predator. Okay, that's amazing. No, it's not. Um, uh, okay, is that something that can make our pod? Because I'll write that down oh, too. I'm, 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 I'm totally sure that oh it my could. God. Um, and then I already mentioned that the um, uh, the plot of this comes from the third, mostly from the third game. Um, so, and and, you know, I, I'm not going to spend too much time on, on the plot because the the review actually kind of, um, does a pretty good job of that. So basically, uh, Alice wakes up, um, and finds, and this kind of like the recap of the movie, Alice wakes up and finds that Raccoon City has been decimated by this, this plague of zombies that have come through, but also in the interim, uh, Matt, who was from the first movie, who was already morphing through has been morphed into this nemesis program. 
And so not only are there zombies and this plague walking around, but there's also these kind of monsters wreaking havoc on the city. And the Umbrella Corporation walls off Raccoon City so nobody can get out. And basically it's Alice and crew fighting their way to get out with the help of Dr. Ashford. And then ultimately um, we find out that Nemesis was Matt because he was mutating and ultimately they get out. But, and 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 maybe what we should start with the ending, um, but basically they get out because Alice now survived death she's got superpowers but she's also now under this like she because the dude at the end goes activate alice program yes. and something happens so she's now a program so so they escape but again clearly setting up the next movie like they let her escape yeah so i i have a problem with the ending of this movie tell me about it baby there are like seven endings to the movie and i i i really like after the plane crashes like in a very real way, you could have ended with the plane crash and made us go, "Oh, oh shit! What what happens next?" Just and making like drawing us in more. But then we see a guy from Game of Thrones like go, "Oh, Alice died," and then there's a whole bit where she's floating in suspended animation, and then they revive her and she wakes up and then she fights, she kicks some ass, and then she escapes, but with her friends, and then it says, "Let her go." Like I just felt like the movie had so many endings, just. And just find loved it. Fine. Like this is their thing. This is Resident Evil's thing to have a million endings, but but it's not going to end until we set up the beginning of the next movie. No, which I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're not. But this is my kind of movie. Like it doesn't tie the movie off, but it doesn't tie it up in a bow or leave you in suspense. Like, necessarily. Like, this ends going, there's another one, which I'm okay with. Yeah, like, but if it you, ends you like also that, like, you're like your ending spoon fed to you. Yeah, if it ended in the plane crash, I would have been like, oh my God, no, yeah, I can't do that's, this. You, yeah, no. you would have not been happy. No, I that. would not have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Jill Valentine. Okay. The first time we meet her. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like pans across her apartment or wherever she's at. And we're yep. seeing like, um, like newspaper clippings. Newspaper clippings of like, you know, she's kind of like. Disgraced. She's on leave which we or don't whatever. Know why, which yeah, we never really did. at the, by the end of this movie, I'm like, I want to know more about why. What is up with her? But she starts dressing, you know, getting dressed and getting ready. And then she like busts into the police station. Literally looking like Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah. I either say they like, like, I was like Laura Croft much. Yes. She gets fashion advice from Laura Croft or she is a big fan. Which is really, which is funny for a couple of different reasons. One, because the the film version of, of Tomb Raider came out before this movie did. But also like oh, Tomb Raider is another video game, which seems really just kind of funny to be like, like rival video games, yeah, like just know. ripping off each it other. It definitely I was like, I think like to the color palette. It was, it was kind of gun crazy. placement, the gun placement, like, that whole thing. Yeah. It, the, the style of Jill Valentine was just, but they were it's like, just like taking from Laura Croft. Let's not do a braid. Let's cut her hair short. Sure. Yeah. That's short how we'll, and leave that's it how down. We'll like that's differ- what it was. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I kind of, I laughed though. I thought that, I thought that that was funny. Well, and, so I, I start a couple of things as we went through. And normally I don't do this, but I, I want to tell you my biggest complaint with the movie. Oh. So so the first movie um, takes place, it all takes place underground uh, in the hive. And we get it. Like this, this disease has been unleashed 
in, in the hive and everybody who gets it is basically turned into, we'll just call them zombies. Okay. I don't think the movie ever does, which is good, but like the, they're, they were, they were dead and now they're alive yes. and now they, they're reanimated and they're wreaking havoc, which is fine. I, and like, as, as, as far as plot goes, I get it. I can follow it. I get, and when, and like with the dogs in the first one, like mm-hmm. I get it. The dogs died and now they come back and now they're like demon dogs, okay. whatever. I think I know where you're going with this. I can't buy monsters. It's oh, too much. I don't know like where you're going like when they add the nemesis program or whatever with the like the, the burly guy who like has the you know, you know what I mean like the, oh yeah and like and whatever the fuck those demon th- like I call them demons but like when they're in the church those things that are oh like, that thing with the tongue like I, I what is that their creation but like but what so because here's the thing I think the idea of so the first movie that is your biggest issue okay. Can you? Will you I'm let listening. Me? I'm so sorry. I'm zipping it. The first movie is all about these zombies. Yes. Underground in the hive, and then the way the first movie ends, which they bring back in, is is her coming up into the city, and oh shit! Now the city is 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 under terror. Siege. Yeah. And then the whole movie, really, this one is about oh they wall off the city. Nobody can escape. So how are these people going to survive? And we don't. I'm I'm mostly irritated because I we, you don't need those things. You don't need the big crazy dudes and you don't need what's in the church because the city is walled off. You have enough of an obstacle with the zombies and the fact that the city is walled off. It felt like Alexander Witt and and whoever made the movie didn't like trust us to go, "Oh, this won't keep us entertained." Cuz I found all the shit with the zombies and the fact that we were walled in entertaining and, and we could talk a little bit more about when they go back to the school because there's a couple of like homages in there but like everything with those other things i honestly checked out i was like this is boring it's dull i don't like it can we can we fast forward okay i, I yes i i guess i can kind of see i can kind of see where you're coming from i don't think that didn't necessarily bother me there were so, so you're saying that that was your biggest complaint was the, I mean, yeah, I think, I think that is, I think that's my biggest complaint overall. Okay. So the way that I took that is the first movie, I a thousand percent agree with you. It was all contained underground and the effects of the, the vial breaking and like what happened, all the points kind of connected, like how that happened. In the second one, I saw that obviously when the gates opened and they went in to investigate and they couldn't contain it, that's how it spread out through the city. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? What there were there were two things I wasn't a fan of. <laughs> the 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 minuscule one was I started laughing at one point and you looked at me because I laughed at a really awkward spot. I didn't know. I had no clue what you were laughing at. Zombie. The extras that were zombies. <laughs> they were going for it. They, I mean, I laughed because I was like, that would be me if I was a zombie. I would be that person on set, <laughs> you know, acting crazy. It just didn't look realistic. And the movements were just just they now, were like would it surprise <laughs> you to know at all that most of the extras were dancers um okay that explains i think that explains a lot because they definitely 
There was they a just, lot of excess. Yes. Um, all the way through your fingers. They The follow through. <laughs> yeah. The follow through. to uh, uh, A flip of the wrist was there. Yeah. Um, I, I, one of my jokes was like... Uh, <laughs> The mob zombies is what I called them because anytime you saw clips of the the mobs yeah. of zombies, I just couldn't stop but laugh. And I was like, they should have cast the Walking Dead extras because they nailed it. They had this like rhythm and um, stiffness to them. Well, Whereas and, these and zombies, it's, it's, well, and it's and again, it's funny. I don't I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too much, but like the way that zombies are depicted in different series, right? Because you have this. And the the movement here is just weird, right? But then you have I feel like there are the, there are two extremes, right? You have like The Walking Dead, right, where the zombies are very much like they they barely have motor function. They're going very 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 slow, right? Right. Remember Twenty Eight Days Later and how fast they oh, moved? They were very spastic, and it was more spastic. like ravenous yes. and like yes. like ah, I need to you know, whatever this is. Well, you saying awkwardly in the middle, but you saying that they're dancers makes. <laughs> complete sense like again i don't know be, how much of this trivia is going to come into play but like I, that should be perfect. before the title of the movie it should be like the you know how usually, moscow ballet is <laughs> as the as the extras like, you know how you, it's like the something symphony orchestra or like yes. whatever <laughs> yes um and in from berlin <laughs> okay worst part of the movie which i feel terrible saying this let's do it but because i have to dissect these movies and i'm slowly you know learning a thing or two um (laughs) what'd you learn let's do it when they've escaped i don't even know where this is at but they've escaped and they have all run Mm -hmm. and they're now standing in a cemetery oh my god out of nowhere yeah this was a bad the skeleton, pretty much the skeletons buried in the ground, jump up out of nowhere and start grabbing them. And they're zombies. I was. This is okay. I again, was so confused and so pissed. This movie, like, okay. And so I think, so I remembered the first movie. This one I don't really, but the next one I know I remember. There's a lot of desert sequences. There's a school I don't bus. Remember. Nope. I think the, ne- the next one. Uh, they like the whole idea now is that oh no the the virus is is not in Raccoon City right now it's now it's, it's now airborne it's, yeah whatever it's 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 beyond the walls okay. right I think I think but like this like again I feel like and maybe it's the fact that that Paul W S Anderson didn't direct it maybe and maybe this guy really fucked it up because there's something about but and then again then again he wrote it so I don't know. But like, and I'm so glad you mentioned it because I, I said the dead are rising. I, babe, it, I, makes, it makes absolute no sense. It is, it's bad. It's really bad. It, and But here's the thing. That is not the only time something like that happens. And it's this, and it's this idea of like, we need to, we need to jumpstart the audience. We need to scare them or we need like, we need something cool to happen. There's a moment that happens later. That I have to mention too, because it doesn't make any. It doesn't make any. Okay, fucking, let's now, hear. It. Now this Just is to... this is the most egregious version. The okay. the zombies or the people coming out of the cemetery. So there's a moment where uh, Jill has saved the daughter um, Angie from the school, and they're trying to escape in the uh, the kitchen. 
Uh-huh. And like the pilot light is on. So we know gas is coming up. She does the thing with the with the match, yep, which is a callback to earlier because she does it. Right. But the match like burns out. Because she throws it too. My thought was she threw it too fast. And the, sure. Whoosh, the wind. The, the wind, wind just yeah, blew it sure. out. That makes sense. Yep. Alice flicks a cigarette and it and it uh, it lights everything. Do we ever see Alice smoke in the first movie? Oh, no. Do we see her smoke in this movie? No. Why does she have a fucking cigarette? Oh, let's talk about Alice. That is so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. And, I'm getting really excited and I'm hitting the table. The the this is this is this is a, this is a perfect example of a moment where the filmmakers do not they they just want a cool moment but they don't want to justify it. Like and I get that it's so small and then after that we're gone and we're done and we're on to something else. But I'm sorry. That's lazy storytelling. Oh, but is it? Yes. Babe. Oh, okay. Fucking Alice. Okay. By the way, that's my second shirt I'm making for this. Okay. I, you need to stop with these shirts. <laughs> Nobody's going to buy them. I'm going to I'm making all of them. You're going to give them away. And I'm going to wear all of them if nobody else wants oh, them. Oh, that's sure. Okay. But Alice is amazing. I'm not I saying multiple, she's not. Multiple times in this movie. First of all, Alice making a scene on a fucking motorcycle in a church. Bam. Okay. I, I, I have nothing against that. Has Have we seen Alice ride a motorcycle? That's less egregious to me, I but just, no. No, I, I guess like, we have not. I believe it. Why? Because it's fucking Alice. Sure. That's exactly what I was thinking. Got it. And then when Jill Valentine, <laughs> you know. Clearly inferior. Try, Tomb Raider wannabe. Yep. Tries to, you know, what do you call it when you switch a. Zippo or what okay, were you? Well, she doesn't have a Zippo, but, but what do you call that? Like when flick, she snap, she's doing something, lighting a the match matches, yes. and throws it. Well, you idiot. It's a fucking match. It's not, I don't know. It's not going to do anything. Anyways, that is where I'm coming from because I'm a, I'm not a Jill fan. I'm, I'm not on team Jill, Adam. Third shirt. <laughs> team <laughs> Oh my God. This is just team Jill and I am team team Alice. Alice. That's fine. Okay. Anyways, Mm. when, when Alice showed up, just the, nobody can see me, but you, but just, you know, (laughs) just picture me being Alice. I'm nailing it. By the way, I might not nail accents, but I am nailing this pose. All of you listeners, just listen to my voice. I'm doing it. That's her blowing on the cigarette. And then she just throws it perfectly right when the dogs jump through the window and it blows up again. I believed it because it's fucking Alice, Adam. I have to poke one hole in the thing you just said. What? We never see her take a puff of the cigarette. I'm pretty sure. Nope. Nope. We don't. Well, then you are not invested in this into this movie because I'm pretty sure I took a puff when she took a puff. Nope. Well, then maybe that's a You're figure delusional. of speech. Maybe. You have the virus. You have the T-virus. <laughs> maybe. Yes. Maybe. Um, maybe that's the thing. Maybe when you know that you're connected with a movie, you are feeling things that aren't actually seen. Sure. I'm sure there's things that are happening in Pulp Fiction that nobody else notices, but you're like, I feel it. Okay, That movie has been dissected six ways from Sunday because that movie is a fucking masterpiece. Well... Do not compare <laughs> Resident Evil colon Apocalypse 
to Pulp Fiction. Colon, Nemesis or Raccoon City. No. I do think that Raccoon City in... Okay, you have to tell the audience. Who says it? It's it's Nick Kroll's character in Oh Hello. Nick Kroll, you are amazing. And you just need to become the new Morgan Freeman and do all the, you know... Narration? I was going to say overture. (laughs) That's certainly not the right word. All the narration to all the movies from this point forward. Nick Kroll. Hashtag Nick Kroll. New Morgan Friedman. I don't think that's going to catch on, well, but but let's see how let's see how that goes. Um, <laughs> raccoon, raccoon meat. They, they had sex with the raccoon. <laughs> um, yeah, I the cigarette thing was was pretty, but like I, I I just there are so many, and then well, and then one other thing that you told me that you told me to star <laughs> because I did was why was there a zombie just in an oven, and like oh, that's the, the thing. way. That that zombie crawled out of the oven, though. I'm pretty sure I said, that's how you'd die. Didn't I? Is it that the moment I said, that's how you would die? Oh, maybe. Well, okay. Yes. <laughs> They're yes, in the kitchen. What? <laughs> what are you saying yes to? They're in the kitchen. Jill and the daughter are trying to get away. And you and I both, this was like one of the first moments where we were like, wait, this scene looks very familiar. Yes. And we were like Jurassic Park. This is very much the raptors hunting <laughs> yes. down the kids in Jurassic it's Park. It's two dogs instead of raptors yes. hunting down. And instead of the kids hiding in an oven, who pops, <laughs> who pops out of the oven? A, A fucking, fucking zombie. zombie who slithers out of the oven. And I did not like, that was a scary moment. The way that that thing crawled, and I'm trying. You're doing it right now. I'm trying to show you with my shoulders. You're like I can't shimmying. do it. Just... <laughs> it was, I did not like that. And then I kept yelling at Jill saying, kill it, kill it. And she snapped its neck. And I instantly looked at you and said, that's how you'd die. And I, <laughs> I mean, if you were a zombie or a vampire, I would snap your neck. That is what oh. I would do. Wow. That I don't is not, know. I, or maybe I wouldn't snap your neck. I would hire Alice because I'm on team Alice and she's with me. She'd do it. Not on Jill's team. Jill's not. She's a human. She's weak. Well, uh, in, in this world, that, you're totally right. I think, um, and at one point I asked you, I said, would you follow Alice or Jill? And you were like, I don't know. And okay, I, well, I wrote you off at that moment. I was like, <laughs> you'd follow Jill. Bye. <laughs> like, no. I would immediately follow Alice. Here's the thing. Like, if I want to live, I'm following Alice. Like if you if if you're if you can't tell the moment that Alice like cleans house when she comes in the first time, yes. that you need to that's who you should be following, that you you deserve to die. <laughs> but that leads me to something. So I wrote this earlier and you mentioned it during the scene in the in the church where the guy with the gun who's like kind of in the church, he goes off by himself and you're like, "I wouldn't do that. No. Why are you doing that?" Who goes themselves so now we we've talked a bunch because we've watched a bunch of shit where i've been like saint john stick together like like there's been too many there are too many movies where people split up and you're fucking idiots and that's how you die right you stick together but what i actually thought of in the moment that moment in the movie was the that's the herd mentality right and i think of like when when lions are hunting animals in the wild right they don't go for the pack they go they wait for one that that veers off. They and do. Then that's who they go oh for. Oh my god, we learned that off of Planet Earth. Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, whatever Planet, one she yeah. she narrated. 
Oh. But like, but that was not the Morgan Freeman one because we didn't learn shit from that one. You're thinking about, that's March of the Penguins. I've never seen oh, March of the Penguins. I don't know. I don't know. You're thinking of I just the, assumed Morgan Freeman. You're thinking because of the he, Attenborough one. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm just messing. Um, but uh, I was trying to do something cute there, but it wasn't cute. It wasn't cute at all. It was fucking <laughs> dumb. <laughs> um, but no, but that was what I thought. I thought of like these, whatever these stupid demons are. I, I, keep, I don't know. Whatever the fuck they were. Creations. Yes. They, that's what they were doing. They waited to like for the people to break yes. off, and that was easier for them to do, to do that. That was that was definitely what I thought in the moment. Yeah. So I have, I have two other things that I I have to mention, and then and then you can say whatever you want to, like because we I I just have to mention these things. Here's the first one. So there's the moment where uh guy German dude decides to close off the gates because yes. there's a, because somebody oh. because somebody has the virus right in front. So And he said they've it's reached the, it's reached the gates. Yeah. Shut it. So here's the thing. And I get from the the standpoint of the people in the city that that sucks. That is absolutely the right decision. That is the absolute right decision. Uh, the virus reaches uh, the gate, uh, you close the fucking gate. Okay. I agree with you, but uh I immediately thought. <laughs> oh God. Okay, we're the St. Johns, this and we're get... in we're in Raccoon City, and we have gathered our family, and we're in a car, and we're now you know like second in line to go through, and we're like we're you, almost there. You sound so jolly about this because uh huh. This is what you would be telling us because you're in the driver's seat. I don't like to drive if you're around. I'd rather you drive. Yes. Our family is in the car. <laughs> we're in Raccoon City, and. We're the second in line. And you're like, babe, we're almost there. It's okay. We've got this. You're looking at Stella and Sophia and you're like, we're going to get out. We're fine. Mm-hmm. And then the car in front of us drives through. You'd look at us and you'd go, we're next. And then you <laughs> look forward and the gates start to shut mm-hmm. because there was that car that was right there, right when the gates start to shut. And I had a note that was like, what would you do if we were that car? That car stayed paused. I'm pretty sure if you were driving that car, you would have looked at us and been like, buckle up. I'm pretty sure oh, would have been buckled. The... You would have floored yes, it. Yes, I would have. Those gates were shutting and that car just stayed still. Because, what can I because, do? What can I do? Because here's the thing. <laughs> Worst case, the car in front of us is stuck within the gates. The gates stay open because they can't shut and we could run over on the top of the car because we're the closest to the gate. Right. But here's the other thing. The other thing I have to say, and we have not done this in a while. Okay. But this idea. Okay. That sounded I, Canadian. Okay. I, I, I'm from Canada. Eh? Does that sound better? No, it doesn't. No. Okay. Um, so <laughs> this idea of shutting the gate. Okay. Because what, so, so what are they doing? They're, they're sacrificing the lives of the thousands of lives. Let's just say thousands of the people in the city compared to the trillions in the world. Right. I get this. I get that. There's a conversation in the movie that takes place on a bus. And one character says, what would I tell you if you could, you could, you could cure all of the world's illness, but it meant killing a single innocent child. Would you do it? Do you know what movie that's from? Children of men. No. Give me another hint. We've covered it on the show. It's a movie that for for episode and episode, you would find these tie-ins to bring up. It's a little movie called Swordfish. (gasps) 
where John Travolta, Swordfish. where John Travolta is talking to Hugh Jackman about what about what John Travolta is really trying to do, right? Oh my god! And I shit you not, the second he closed the gate, I thought that guy is John Travolta. That guy sees the big picture. Swordfish. And I brought Swordfish back. We have not brought oh. Swordfish back in this season yet. <gasps> Oh my god! And I, I had to do it, and I found it. You were like, "I don't have a tie," and I go, "I kind okay. of do." It's your lucky night tonight. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna get... watch sold fish. Sold fish or soul fish? <laughs> I meant to say so- wait swordfish. Wait, but you, soul fish. You meant to say swordfish? Isn't you that what meant- it's called? Swordfish. <laughs> I love that you were going to say what you meant to say. Yes, I of meant to say. Of course you meant to say swordfish. Yes. You dork. That's what so, we're talking about. Soulfish. It's because I'm from Jersey and I have an accent that comes out every once in a while. It's sort of more like a Georgia accent. Soul. You know, I have an accent. A note that I had. I tried very hard. You cannot do accents. Audience. I, Did you try very hard? I, okay. Adam. <laughs> I'm actually getting mad because there were, there were times in this movie I nailed the British accent. You were trying to do the daughter thing. And I turned to you, to my husband, to the like. Father of your children? Yes. To the father of my children and the man that like supports me to my core. I nailed the accent and I could not have been more proud of myself. And I turned to you. And what did you say, babe? Oh, I don't know. What did I say? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I can't remember. That's why I'm so it. But it was not, you know, it wasn't you were good. I think, I don't know. It was bad. It was bad, babe. I can't remember what you said. I blocked it out because I love you and I want to stay married to you. I immediately blacked it out. <laughs> you said something bad. You said it was bad. You I said trying- I tried. And you were like, did you? Or something. I. You kept trying to do the. So, the, so, the, so, in case anybody forgot, the the you're all gonna and, die yes, down here. <laughs> die, <laughs> gonna die. I want some crumpets and tea. See, you're all gonna die down here. It's closer to you're Australia. All... Okay, hold on. Fine, I'm trying to do different tones. You're all gonna die down here. Was that better? You, I, I don't know. I can't do a little girl accent. Oh, a little girl accent. Y'all gonna die down here. <laughs> Y'all gonna die down here. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like you're from the sap now. Whatever. You're all gonna die down here with crumpets and tea, and we're British. This is so close to Australian, though. I mean, it's well, just that's it's great. just bananas. Um, it was. <laughs> I kept trying. Anytime anyone with an accent tried to speak, I tried to copy them, and then finally. Because of my husband's remarks on oh. how bad they were, oh, that's I me. said, <laughs> "What did I say? I said something about like I'd make a I'd make a dialect coach quit or something." Oh. <laughs> what did you say? I said you'd make a dialect coach commit suicide. <laughs> that's awful. So if a dialect coach is listening to this podcast and you want a challenge. Call Melissa St. John because I'm the biggest challenge I'll ever meet. I here's the thing though, is I feel like either a dialect coach would severely like be like like help you, like, wow, you'd get it. Or it'd be like they'd they'd leave the first session and be like, I, I don't know. I, I think 
I think I got to quit. What? I'm not. I am not bad. I'm not bad at dialects at all, Adam. I think you're fucking jealous really is what it is because I'm just a designer. I shouldn't say just oh, a designer, but like all, I decided words. No, okay. I decided I'm like to, you know, acting. Everyone's an actor, but nobody can not everybody can design. So that's why I'm a designer. And I think like you, the actor, because everyone's an actor, <laughs> feels very intimidated by your designer wife that can nail a fucking accent instantly. So poop on you adam st john i i love you you've been swearing so much and i love that you just said poop on me that's that's good <laughs> um so we we I, okay so we talk about uh saviors of the film uh, and and i and normally i don't have anybody like behind the scenes so i'm oh, wondering God, if there's no, no no i i i'm wondering if you have a performance or alice. somebody that team alice that is not an unsung that's not an unsung hero okay that's not I a have savior another of the film Okay, who? Mike Ebbs, LJ, that guy. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, he was great. Sorry. I Here's the thing. Here's the audience. Here's the thing. I don't have much else to say about the actual movie. I, the, okay. The, this, we nailed, we like talked about it at the front or at the beginning. I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> the sound effects. Oh. I, tomorrow morning when I'm in and I'm pointing to our... <laughs> Did you like that? That was a dramatic look. It was. Where are you pointing? I'm pointing to our home gym. Okay. AKA our garage. Oh, tomorrow I'm going to try to hit and kick so hard that I can make sounds like that. Because I was so impressed with like the wasp, wasp, Yeah, it was nuts. I'm going to be kicking up a fucking storm in that garage. I... There were sound effects when nothing was happening. <laughs> and then I felt bad because there were certain people that would punch and kick and nothing happened. And I was like, ooh, what is what is that saying? Like if I was in this movie and then I'm like at the premiere and all of a sudden like some people have like swooshes and kicks and then it comes to me and it's like, like I would. But I'm like soaking wet because I gave it my all to do that punch. Well, and that's that's and like that's the thing is like uh, acting in a movie and acting like on stage. They're just and I, I this might sound obvious to us, but like to anybody who doesn't know, wildly different. Because obviously, if you go see a play, you're going to see a performance that you'll never see again, right? Because every time you see a, a performance on stage, it's going to be slightly different. But the performance in a movie is manufactured, right? Mm -hmm. Like the director and the editor assemble a performance, right? So think about think about the work that you put into, like for a movie like this, right? You learn the fight choreography. You've seen the first one, right? You go, oh shit, man, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna fight a fucking zombie and I'm gonna make it. And then yeah, you show up and it's like, what the fuck is this? Cause you have no say. Right. You don't get any say over the cuts that make it into the movie. <laughs> Okay. Probably leave going like, what? I look like a fucking dumbass. <laughs> so. Okay. So Jill Valentine. You don't like Jill at no, all. No, I don't this, like Jill Valentine. It is very clear. Your, dis, your disdain for Jill is through the roof. Jill Valentine. You just rolled your eyes. <laughs> Am I pulling a Sophie? 
Anyways. If the audience could only see. Um, Jill Valentine. I mentioned early on. I was like, and in her short shorts, showing up in these short shorts, I was like, of course. Nobody, no actress with a thick ass is ever this role. <laughs> and what was what did you say? I can't even remember what you said. You were like confused on why I was saying it. Oh, I only see. I, I, I only remember mentioned something about your knee because oh. that's, you mentioned like I could do this. Oh, role. I said I could do this role, and, I was and you like, were like, you need a brace because you, babe, and you took it so personal. I was like, babe, you had knee surgery. Yeah, but babe, they can make a green knee brace. Okay, okay, that, that aside, that aside. Okay? Anyways, I could do this role. I think I could do this role, but the stipulation is because I think I watching Jill Valentine, I could have done Jill Valentine better. But I couldn't have been Jill Valentine because of that costume. Because anybody with an ass wearing that costume would take this movie from a rated R movie to an X-rated movie. Because those shorts would immediately go into a thong. Or they would just disappear. Like your ass would just suck them in. You'd be running around with like floss in your vagina. That is what would be happening. Two things. One, I just maybe this is gonna be a recurring theme with these movies because last week you said that the laser would have chopped off your ass. Uh, yes. And, and now okay. in this one, first of all, I just want to make sure make sure you know this. Nudity does not constitute an X rating in it a doesn't? movie. No. Are you getting penetrated in the ass in this movie? By my shorts. <laughs> yes, Adam. My God, if I'm wearing the same shorts that Jill Valentine is wearing in these movies, it, it yes. Was, it was they, a skirt. That was not a skirt. She oh. Was, are you oh. fucking kidding me? Whoa. Shorts. I'm looking it up right <laughs> oh now. Oh, my God. Jill Valentine. Outfit. Tomb Raider. It wasn't a skirt. It's not Tomb Raider. Pictures, shorts, shorts. Those, that's not shorts. Whatever. Those are not shorts. That's a skirt. You have to admit, okay, walk back to, I'm not cutting any of this out. Walk back to your microphone and admit (laughs) that it's a fucking skirt. Admit it. Admit it. It was a skirt. But that being said, I fucking hate it when you're right. And you're going to keep this is going to be the one like we're not even going to have a podcast. You're just going to have Resident Evil cut to Melissa says, I fucking hate it when you're right. And it's going to end. Well, I mean, you know, Okay, so here's the thing, though. I have I have I have mentioned my starred notes i i have mentioned what i needed to mention about the movie melissa are there any closing <laughs> resident evil colon apocalypse thoughts well okay yes there was because they talked about um what was happening and they had a backup plan and they were gonna have like a you know the power plant what was it the power plant did this you know what i mean oh like, yeah that's they, they had their whole they, they, there was a cover, cover up. the chernobyl like it was a nuclear nu- okay nuclear thing. he just used my thing but that's okay early on i was like is this a chernobyl thing and you looked at me and you said what like and i immediately you were like 
we're not talking about real things, Melissa. You said that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stop. And then one of the last lines was like, it's like Chernobyl. And that was what I was, that's what I was trying to get at. was like, wait a second, Adam. Did Chernobyl really happen? Or was that a Resident Evil thing? Like, do you think the T-virus hit Chernobyl and then they just covered it up with that? So. Is, uh, you, you can't cut me off. You got to you gotta really think about that. Oh, okay. You want me to really think about it? Well, okay. I think Chernobyl was a terrible nuclear accident, and that Resident Evil uh, takes place in a city called Raccoon City. Raccoon. Raccoon. That clearly is somewhere okay. in the Midwest. I have to believe. Oh, when it zoomed out, of, <laughs> I kept saying, "Where is this? Where is this?" We saw the and panhandle. When it zoomed out, and it was the panhandle. But then, when you see where Raccoon City's little red dot was, I said. Is that Indiana? Like it seemed like yeah, Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, Ohio, it somewhere. somewhere right yeah, there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. We just need to have two big, like, walls. This is what Trump should have done. <laughs> two big. I'm not even. <laughs> no, I, I no. shouldn't even keep going. No, what, no. A, so he built the wall in the wrong place. Two big. Where, where it should shouldn't these, be in no, the Mexican yeah. border. It needs to be. Right, like in the Midwest, literally blocking off the Midwest from the East Coast and the West Coast. And I could say that we fucking lived in the Midwest for a while. And we did. We we absolutely did. Um, people. <laughs> Whoa, it's <laughs> all I gotta say. I'm pretty sure we were thanking our family really early on, saying thank you for raising us in oh, the Pacific boy. Northwest. But oh, you know. Boy. <laughs> All right. I think I'm pretty sure we're reaching the end of our (laughs) Resident Evil colon apocalypse. So I have some things I need you to look up, Adam. Cinderella Story and Alien versus Predator. Those are movies I would highly recommend. I've never actually seen (laughs) Cinderella Story, but anything with Hillary Duff, I feel like would be a. I, I, I think, I think. As we've already covered a Hillary Duff movie on the podcast. I don't think we could get better than that. But maybe Cinderella Story is that. Um, I'm trying to draw a star right now. <laughs> Are you going to look? <laughs> that, that is quite the star that you just did. Now, Alien versus Predator. You know I'm a Predator fan. I used to watch that movie with my dad early on, and that creature freaked me out. So I'm scared of anything Predator-related. Adam, it's in German. Yeah, I hear you. I'm looking up. Okay, wow. So we could definitely cover a Cinderella story. Whoa, what is it? No, I'm not telling you. Ah, fuck. Because that is... Is it below 17%? I am just telling you. Can you just tell me? Is it below 17? I'm not telling you anything. Okay, I'm guessing 17% right now. Off the top of my head, critical. And Alien versus Predator. Okay, we could do either one of those on the show. Oh, okay. Alien versus Predator. I'm going to say 29. Perfect. Okay, so now we've come to the end of the show, and now I get to ask Melissa the question, hey, Resident Evil Apocalypse, is this a good, bad movie or a bad, bad movie? Well, I would say Resident Evil... Nemesis. Nope. Or Apocalypse. Resident Evil Raccoon City. Nope. Apocalypse. Is there? 
A Resident Evil nemesis or Raccoon City? Okay, Raccoon City, no. Nemesis, maybe. I'll check here in a second. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, fine. If I have to go with the real title, <laughs> it's yes. I really liked it. I think it was <laughs> that very... That wasn't the question at all. Oh, what Is was it the a good, bad movie or a oh. bad, bad movie? <laughs> Well, I said, yes, I really liked it. It's a good, bad movie. It's a good, bad movie. It's a, yes. I don't actually, I don't, okay. You I don't like putting bad in it. Okay, then answer the question. It was Give, a good movie. Okay, I think, okay. It was a good movie. What I didn't appreciate. Was me? <laughs> was that the beginning of the movie, they gave a perfect two-minute synopsis of the first movie. Uh-huh. Where you didn't even have to watch the first movie to understand where we were at. Yep. I didn't appreciate that. I didn't like that. Because the first movie is good. And this movie sure. is also good. But then they left it where you don't have to see that first movie. But you do have to see that first movie. Well, remember, we we have now gone through all of the Friday the 13th movies. And that was something they did in every single one. Was they would kind of recap what happened in the one before I think just to help you go, oh, in case it's been a while since you've seen it, here's what happened. And again, we're in okay. a weird boat where we have just seen the the first well, one. Well, and that's where, Adam, oh. I was very, def- like, I I didn't get it. Or I shouldn't say I didn't get it. Deflected? Maybe is that the word? <laughs> help me think of the word. I hated it because you need to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. But then I loved it because I forgot some of them. <laughs> So do you get what I'm saying? Like, sure. I appreciated it. Like, I did appreciate when you said Friday the 13th. I was like, oh, yeah. I actually really liked having all those recaps because I forgot. Yeah. Because we watched them so far apart. Yeah. And those movies are. Mm, yeah. Um. So I appreciated that. But OK, I appreciate it when you're not watching it back to back. But when you watch it back to back, that's really shitty. So what they need to do at the beginning of a DVD, they need to have a did you watch this movie in the last two weeks? Or has it been like two weeks or longer? And that way, like if you've watched it in the last two weeks, it just cuts straight to like. Yes. You know, I'm sure they're working on that I, right now. Who do I need to call? Who Samsung. Who at MGM? MGM? Is, is that who made this movie? No. <laughs> who made this? Uh, pretty Sony? Sure Sony, yeah. Screen, okay. Screen Gems, which is a subdivision of Sony. Who do I need to contact? I don't know. Well, I could just make... Honestly, I think I could be making a lot more money in their pockets. I'm right gonna now. railroad over you right now. And Just so do it. Last, I could keep going. Last week I said that the first one was a meh movie. This one is a like a this is a good bad movie. Okay, I'm okay with that because I was gonna say I think you're gonna have to rank. Well, you're gonna have to start a ranking. I think this one. I think the first one is a, a quote-unquote better movie, but this one is more entertaining because of how just bad shit it is. Like in the way that we watch bad movies, this one fits that a bit better. Okay. I do want a ranking from you at, at the, the end, end of this. To- that'll totally happen. Okay. However, we're not there yet. And we're, we're not. And we're only two movies in to this, this, this six-movie adventure. And so- how long is this one? Because I apologize. I will try to be better at... It's just fine. No worries. So uh, uh, please uh, find us on on Facebook and on Instagram and let us know what you think about the Resident Evil movies. If you're, Are you a Team Jill or Team Alice? Because apparently that's a thing. Um, I mean, hold on. Oh I know you're trying to end this. Team Jill, you're with Adam and you're going to die. Team Alice, you're with Melissa and you're going to live. 
If you uh, want to send us some recommendations on a bad movie to watch, you can uh, send us an email at below freezing podcast at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, uh, I do I do have another movie in mind that we're going to be doing soon. We haven't done like a, a romantic drama in quite oh, some time. Um, but if we don't do that one next, <laughs> it'll be the third Resident Evil movie. So uh, just It's whatever know, I feel up to doing next because, you know, my name's Melissa. And I run this podcast. <laughs> and I'm Adam. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs>